You're listening to the Getting Ahead Podcast, where we talk about self-improvement in every aspect of life as we know it, with some of the most interesting people in various industries. Our guest on this week's episode is Francesca Blechner. She's a holistic health coach, breathwork facilitator, speaker, and author of the book Self-Care for Life in the City. She's passionate about helping conscious entrepreneurs overcome burnout, embody their full self, and show up leading with power and presence so that they can bring their gifts out into the world. Welcome to the show, Francesca. It's nice to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be on here. Okay. So tell us about yourself as in what brought you to this uh, career you're in. I say I'm a holistic health coach, but and that my, I guess... Actually, to give you some context, my journey started um, 20 years ago, mostly working with the physical because I was working in fitness and personal training. So it was very much about the physical body, um, feeling good, of course, but it was health, nutrition, um, fitness, training. And what I found over a period of years, even though I was, I was loved doing that that work um was that the elements of emotional mental and spiritual health was missed out in the health and fitness industry and so as I started working more and more with people over the years um I really sort of got to know them and their stories and their families and and also working in London how burnt out people were generally just with modern day lifestyles and living in a fast-paced world um it actually what became more more important was those elements the mental emotional and spiritual health and also how to address um burnout so I got really fascinated in the relationship between stress hormones uh the nervous system and how that could be balanced out. Um, so that led me on to a series of different trainings myself because I kept getting burnt out just because I, I was constantly on the go and always giving my energy out and working long hours. Um, so I kept hitting the cycle of burnout. So that took me on just discovering different trainings bodywork modalities, um, going into training in breath work as well. So working with some of my own stuff and really doing the inner work, um, rebalancing my nervous system because I was didn't realise I was just totally scattered and ungrounded. But you don't know until you feel different. Um, and then the that inspired me to write my first book because what I started to see in the last five to 10 years was just this huge epidemic of burnout of autoimmune disease of anxiety of poor mental health and and what was striking me was that it was it was hitting people much younger so suddenly all these teenagers and 20 year olds that were having chronic fatigue and autoimmune disease I thought what's going on and so that inspired me to write my first book which is self-care for life in the city how to thrive how to how to how to nourish your mind body and soul in a fast-paced world so I really wanted to have it write it as a as a as a blueprint 
um, template in a way of how to actually thrive in a pretty frenetic world. And that includes the things that have changed a lot over the five to 10 years that was seeing this rise is, um, well, food, how food is processed, our um, environments, our chemicals that are used on food, um, pollution, air pollution, stress, toxicity, inflammation, and our disconnection from ourselves, because the world has been very much in the direction of materialism and consumerism, and people have lost that connection with themselves. They've lost that connection of, well, actually, what's success for me? What about my health? Uh, what's my spiritual connection to myself and to the world? And so my work has gone much more down the route of the the mental, emotional coaching and and health so um yeah that's a bit about my journey and how I came to this do what I'm doing now wow brilliant uh so how long have you been doing it well I've been doing I guess I've always been in wellness because I started off in fitness and gyms it's been 20 years now 20 years but really it's the last it's really the last I'd say five to eight years that I've gone down more of the holistic health coaching route. And along the way, I've added many tools to my toolbox, um, which has really strengthened my uh, practice and what I what I now deliver to my clients and to the world, I suppose. You must be a pretty fit person then. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was, yeah, I'd say so, ish. <laughs> Working with a few injuries now from from all of that time, so oh. um, yeah, I'm not as not quite as 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 uh, what do you fit as you it? were. Not, I'm not quite as dynamic okay, as okay. I used to used be. To be. Springy. Were, were you into? Yeah. Were well, you an athletic person, or was it? into athletics yeah i did i used to do i did athletics when i was quite young like 16 to 19 um and at school but i used to do capoeira which is a the brazilian martial art um dance i did that for many years about 10 years about no about eight years or so and then um did a lot of training in kettlebells. I like to do Spartan races and things like that. And then I did hit a time where I, I badly injured my back. And that was because I was pushing myself without really che- listening to my body because I thought I was invincible. Wow. And and I kept pushing through, even though I knew what I knew. Um, and so that was been a huge, huge lesson um, because I'm still paying for that now. So I still have to really um, prioritise that and making sure that I am working with stability and postural correction before first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get, I get I the to, point. I, it's guarding. It's almost like guard my back. If I don't, I then I, you know, I, it can be agonising. So. Wow. Sorry about that. That means you you must have been a really competitive person. I don't know if, if you still are, but <laughs> so, so you had that competitive mindset. Do you still have that mindset, but well, just in a different uh, way? 
Yeah, you know, I never, I didn't, I never thought I was really competitive. But looking back, yes, I was because, like, I suppose in in life and not just, you know, in 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 uh, sport, let's say, because I did I did training for for my own leisure, really, rather than competing. Um, But now, well, I really believe. I think we've we've come from such a masculine world of that competition and drive and that's good to some extent but when it becomes um you know too much you you diminish another part of yourself which is just allowing yourself to be in flow to be spiritually guided so I think um that's definitely yeah it was a lesson learned and and competitive now no not so much no because really the only competition there is 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 with yourself it's not with it's not with you know the world or everyone else or because we live in such a world of comparison and you know especially with social media we think everybody's living their best life (laughs) there's all this pressure of like where i where should you be at certain times in your life actually i think you know, really getting to one of the big things I, I do, I write about in my book and I work with my clients is redefining success for yourself on your terms. And I think for me, going through that was a huge sort of turning point because I was like, wow, well, actually, I haven't really defined that for myself. I've just gone through what maybe I had seen was expected, like to to be really busy um I used to have a, a a belief that being if I was really busy that meant I was successful but when I looked at it it was being really busy but at the expense of my energy time and my relationships and I was burnt out so I was like well hold on a minute I'm not doing being able to I don't have enough free time to do what I love I don't even have time for relationships at this time so is that really successful no let me redefine that for myself where's that actually come from and I think that comes from a culture of living in like hustle and um, busyness and you know culture that is obsessed with productivity Um, and that's slowly that's fading away you know life the world is changing now and I think it's reached a max point where it's like this isn't sustainable yeah yeah uh, that, that's true. I, I understand the point. But looking at modern day burnout, I mean, is there expectations are increasing both from personal lives, corporate world? Is there any? Is, what was your advice on uh, mitigating the the effects of this uh, busyness, always working, trying to meet expectations or success? Or what's your advice on that? Uh, number one advice is to have a morning ritual. Okay. Have a, a morning practice so that you, most people, when they wake up first thing in the morning, they turn on their phone, usually when they're already in bed, they turn on their phone, they check their messages, their emails, who they've got to respond to, maybe their social media. And then they go straight to having a coffee. So 
immediately they're in this reactivity state because you're looking at your phone. Who have you got to respond to? Who are you giving your energy out to? And you might get triggered by an email that you see or a message that you see, something that triggers you. And then straight to coffee to almost elevate your energy. But you haven't had any time to set your, your energy up for yourself. You haven't had any time to connect to yourself to your energy, how are you going to serve for the rest of the day? Because how you start your day reflects on how the rest of your day flows as well. And so if you give yourself at least five minutes, you know, and then build that up, um, then your that changes how the place that you serve from in every area of your life. So, for example, how you are with your relationships, the place that you serve from in your work, the place that you serve from in with your kids, then if you are up, reactive state, check your phone, emails, you already start in that energy of go, you know, it's like uh-huh. it's like the it's like the sprint gun, the race yeah. gun goes off yeah. to when you wake up. How do you think your day is going to unfold? It's going to be a little bit maybe frenetic or anxiety or this constant need to get stuff done and and without even connecting to yourself. Yeah. That's, that, that, to ground that's... yourself, to be centred. Yeah. But, but you know, as well, what you said makes, makes a lot of sense, at least to give yourself some quiet time to... I mean, kind of like prepare your mind or prepare yourself mentally for the day. But, you know, there's so much pressure out there right now that uh, a lot of people don't really have that. And sometimes you find out that this pressure comes from yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this need to, to get things done, to meet, achieve a goal or to... To, to get, uh, should I say, a promotion at work at the office or something. So there are lots of things that are going on at the, at the same time. And that's why, like you quite uh, rightly mentioned earlier on, uh, you find out that even younger people are going through the same process. Even people who are still in universities, even teens, social media is what actually causes it. Because now you have people, their entire lives are in social media. You wake up in the morning, the first thing you want to check who has given me yeah. likes, how many likes, how many followers, how many comments, how well am I doing, my last pics, uh, post, yeah. how well did it. So there's this uh, constant need to to get, should I say, approval from people that is going on right now, especially in social media, which is having a massive effect on people. Uh, I don't know if if you if you ask me uh, as a parent if I had my way I don't think I'll, I'll allow my children to get to use social media to, you know, until maybe they are in their teens or so thereabouts. Yeah, like boys. Mm. Yeah. Because yes, and go on. I'm, I'm... No, sorry, carry on. Okay, because I've I've noticed something as in right from an early age phones are addictive to to humans i don't know why i don't know i don't know if it's the lights there's just something about mobile phone that's attractive but i guess 
gives a dopamine hit as well yeah, every time yeah. someone likes or you hear a, that a message come through you, your body reacts with this dopamine hit yeah and it wants more of that because it makes you feel good oh, i love that you said that actually um you know the, the social media and this the young people and i think you know a lot of people to be honest the thing is right um you mentioned that it they want to check because this need for approval of uh, of to, to, of likes and things like that yeah. so yeah i want to speak to that because you know, it's so important and it's so important to take that time in the day because your inner world reflects your outer world. And also if you are waiting for that approval, that means you're looking for approval outside of yourself. Everything is within. So the more you spend time to connect with yourself in the morning, that approval comes within because, because otherwise you're giving your power away all the time. This is what's happening. People are giving their power away all the time. They're giving their power away to their phone before they're even aligned with themselves. Whereas if they take that, even if five minutes in the morning, connect to themselves, breathing, meditation, just to ground, center yourself, to feel actually my power comes from within. It's not on what I have, how much money I have, how many likes I have, what job title I do, um, how I look, um, who I'm going out with, places I go out, none of that is in, none of that, none of that matters if the power is tapped in within yourself. And I think this is this is a kind of the real epidemic of today. And it's a practice every day. You know, I'm not hundred percent there for sure. But it's this is the epidemic because we have as humans are constantly giving our power away outside of ourselves for that validation and that approval. And guess what? They get it, but they still feel empty inside because they haven't connected to themselves. So how many people have have got to their top of their career ladder, made the money they want to make? And I've worked with people who, you know, wealthy individuals from the outside seeing like everything's going on great. But there's this emptiness inside because they're spiritually disconnected from themselves and they're not they're not connected to that power within themselves because they're always seeking outside of themselves yeah yeah that's that's uh that's very interesting and i i totally agree looking at it from (laughs) your point of view because the more you I don't know if it comes with growth in career or business. The more you put out from yourself, if you're not putting something, or how, how's that term? You can't give what you don't have, so to speak. So if your own cup is empty, you can't pour out yeah. to other people. So, exactly. Yeah, so because you find out this constant need, you need to keep rushing, pushing, meeting target. And people don't really take that time of, or don't really want to take that time off again to reflect and look at look inward like you mentioned because right now everything is outward social media internet money money is important believe me i i, I know money is important and yeah, yeah but the quest yeah. for money should not uh, bring harm to yourself whether physically or spiritually or mentally 
Because at the end of the yes. day, what's the point if that is what uh, you end up with? Yeah. 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 Exactly. And and it's um. Yeah, I mean, those things are are nice and a great addition to feeling balanced and connected to yourself and feeling powerful within yourself first without any of those things and that's i guess the 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 test that we work with every day and also what i've realized is that actually the more you connect and trust yourself the more that you you become in flow with the universe as such the more you kind of it's great to push at some points, but if you're pushing 24 seven, you're gonna end up burning yourself out. And that push is a bit like swimming upstream sometimes. Yeah. Whereas actually when we connect to ourselves and get a lot in alignment, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mind, body, soul, then it's almost like we sort of flow with the energy of the stream. We flow yeah. with the stream and then, and then and then with that, we open ourselves up to attract through law of attraction yeah. and the, the, the law of magnetism, the opportunities and the people into our lives. Yeah. And doors begin to open up as well. Yeah, that, that's great. So like I read, uh, sleep definitely is an integral part of uh working against burnout so what's your what's your own take on that yeah sleep's the best medicine you can have it's free (laughs) um (laughs) and it's it's really um tapping into your circadian rhythms which are your inbuilt biological there are are brain our glands are hardwired for to be in tune with the dark and light cycles light cycles of the day so when it's when we start to get our energy unwinds our stress hormones should be should be quite low um so if we're stimulated by bright lights that's going to affect our hormones and our ability to get deep sleep so things like technology being on like screens late at night will affect on your sleep and they've done studies on this so the ideal time to be getting to bed is around 10 10 30 p.m and then naturally you would awake at around six so between 10 a.m 10 p.m and 2 a.m is your physical repair so you get a release of human growth hormone which this is why people do high intensity interval training because they want to get that burst of human growth hormone and human growth hormone is very um, anabolic it's helping to repair tissue and for growth and cell repair um and then between two you also get like a, a cleaning of the almost like a the cleaning of the brain cells um it's called on the brain basically then between two and six a.m is psychological repair so psychological um, processing um, processing of the subconscious mind um 
And so if, if we are in tune with our rhythms, our circadian rhythms, then we should be waking up with the, with the light um, around, you know, usually around 6 a.m. or so, yeah. and we should feel energized because your, your cortisol stress hormone will be at its highest, which is, yeah, I'm ready to start the day, get up and do, do stuff. Um, to be the most alert yeah. to start your day. Yeah, that's good. And then as sunset happens around, I don't know, it depends where you are in the world, really we should start sort of winding down from about you know, seven, seven, doing less stressful activities, um, not being stimulated by like bright lights or artificial lights or screens then our cortisol levels will nicely drop will drop off and we get the release of melatonin and melatonin is a deep sleep hormone but both cannot exist at the same time so if our cortisol is high um then melatonin will be suppressed so hence why people have might have problem dropping into deep sleep because they're maybe late on screens are stimulated or they're working or even working out late in the evening they're going to suppress their melatonin so that would be my key takeaway but there's so many things about sleep i'll write a whole chapter in my book called tons of tips wow that's that's great there. yeah i'm still here uh do you your oh, right. your oh, book, yeah. is that is that is that an ebook <laughs> ebook for your uh do you have an ebook copy are you copy for your book? I do, I do. You can get it. You get it on Kindle, um, and in paperback as well. Okay, that's fantastic. So I take it is on Amazon then. It is on Amazon. Yes, worldwide, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and stuff. If you're um, in England, you can purchase directly through my website, and I'll send it out to you. But otherwise, yeah, Amazon Book Depository, Foils, Waterstones. So what, what prompted you to go into writing? As in, have you always had the, the interest or you just woke up one day and pop? Let me give it a try. Uh, I love writing. And yeah, no, I've always loved writing. And my sister has a, she started up her own self-publishing um, business. So a few years ago, she kept saying to me, like, you've got to write a book, you've got to write a book. And I kind of, that planted a seed in my head. And then um, I wanted to start doing blogging, actually. And I wanted to blog about, you know, all of these different elements of health, but not it just being about fitness, about self-love and nutrition and how to really love yourself by nourishing your 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 not just your body but your mind and your soul um and then yeah and then then, then it just the ideas just came so I was like okay well I want to speak to people who really live in that living in that fast-paced world or in the city and really just give split it into three sections mind body soul and um using my own experiences and every everything that I've I know and that I've gone through and um to help other people so that's how it came about 
<laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, I think that's very, very, it's a good thing to write because like we said, writing is like a record, record or record keeper. So long after we are gone, what's written remains written and people can always go <laughs> through it. <laughs> and yeah, and get get your like get that. your get your wisdom. They say the only way the dead can speak to the unborn is through written content. <laughs> and telepathically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, so now you've mentioned some some very fantastic uh, ideas on how to help ourselves to mitigate burnouts, how to get better, waking up with full energy and go about our day. Now, when we now talk about, let's move on to self-love. As in, we know that, yeah, we're always hearing this thing. It's like the trending right now, self-love, self-love. But I, I know some people kind of like taking it the wrong way. But uh, if we really want to stay in the context of what self-love really means as to this these topics we're discussing right now. How what would you say about giving yourself some self-love for you to be able to be energized and to go about to achieve what you've been able to achieve with less stress and all that? Yeah, yeah. No, it's an interesting topic topic and it's a big topic as well that is um so layered. And um yeah it is it is more than just loving yourself, but it's if if I mean, even to develop deepening and meaningful relationships, you have to, yeah, like love yourself first. I know that, that sounds cheesy, but self-love <laughs> is is about is about time. It's about is about really um, seeing your time and your energy as valuable. It's carving out that space and time to connect with yourself, to connect with your your spirit um it's going more inwards rather than outwards so so that we're connecting to our internal our power within ourselves within each and every one of us our true power our authenticity and accepting what's there it's um uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? It's having boundaries as well. Self-love is having boundaries. It's boundaries as to who, who's, who's, who are you let, allowing into your, your space um, and, you know, setting boundaries for what's okay and what's not. Um, and it's also embracing the parts of yourselves that you try to suppress. So we all have our shadow side there's there's parts of ourselves that we we may have tried to suppress or the parts of ourselves that we don't perhaps um that are unhealed the wounded parts of ourselves and actually it's loving all of that too um it's loving all of that too and and embracing and acknowledging and loving yourself as the whole person rather than what you might just put out there yeah. on your Instagram to yeah. show this is me, this is my best life. No, we all have that shadow side. So it's yeah. loving all of yourself, yeah. all of those parts, letting them come up because that's how we truly heal. That's how we truly evolve. And that's how we expand our consciousness to ultimately um, live in a more conscious world <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's that, that, that's true. That's true. So, what if at a point in time we know that we all have our side? Uh, should I call it? Uh, do I use the term negative or should I say sides that developmental needs? I, I don't know how. To, I don't want to put it in a negative term. Things that you're trying to get better or better at or develop yourself at. Do you also bring that into the self love to say, okay, so how do you put that in to say, okay, maybe uh, there's this uh, part of myself that I need to develop. Maybe I need to be more, like you said, caring or be more considerate to other people's opinions and all that. So how do I now bring yeah. in the self love into myself to be able to achieve that? Yeah, I'll give you an example straight actually, because that I can, you know, really connect to that. I think it's um, acknowledging and accepting again. So, you know, with the world situation going on at the moment, <laughs> that could, that sometimes brings up a lot of anger for yeah, me. Yeah. I get angry at what's going on massively. And... I catch myself when I want to blame someone or a group of people or, you know, not everyone's going to be on the same line of thought as, as, as me. And actually it's, it's just practicing leaning into that compassion and I'm practicing, you know, deep compassion and empathy, like I have, you know, empathy too. It's like compassion for, you know that people everyone's everyone's walking a different path everyone is 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 following a different like has a different truth and actually and or having compassion for you know people rather than wanting to blame or get angry so I catch myself and rather than feel bad about that I give compassion to myself as well it's like okay, all right. I I see there's a part of that wounded part of myself that wants to be angry and blame that you know they're doing this to us, but actually maybe just have compassion for myself. Ultimately, my the power is within, and the more yeah. that we address our own inner world, the more helpful we are as a collective. For, yeah. Yeah. for everyone and the tides yeah. will start to turn and just yeah it's just I guess yeah it's loving myself too so if I catch myself in that kind of going into anger or blame sometimes it's being with it as well shut myself away and be with it so whether that is moving that somatically or through breath work or through sound <laughs> it's <laughs> It's not trying to suppress. It's going, do you know what? I hear that. I hear, I feel this coming up. I understand, you know, I'm saddened by what's going on. I'm saddened by seeing this, this crazy, you know, this control and restrictions and all of these things and go, okay, I've signed up to be here in this yeah. lifetime. I chose to be here why am I here I'm really starting to go within and again get to my higher self give myself love almost you know soothe myself as like a child hear that that child within me and go okay how can I be helpful at this time 
do I need to go within or can I for others that that you know do do don't maybe don't see it how I see it and that's okay that's part of their life journey too they've also signed up to be here yeah and they signed up to experience yeah whatever they're here to experience and I guess that makes a lot of sense as in to actually know and accept people for how they are or their opinions as well and knowing that uh, everybody has like you so rightly said knowing that everybody has their own life's journey or path challenges as well so you can't really tell what the other person is going through so you should accept and uh, live together and collaborate like you said which is becoming a bit of a challenge right now because of all these things that's going on there's so much division in the world right now especially because of social media news Mm -hmm. different ideologies and so many things are coming up right now so how let me just mention this how has the the black lives matter movement affected you and in the UK, has there been any impact or anything? Yeah, yeah, last year was, um, yeah, huge actually for for me. Um, I think it, it brought up like a lot of situations and incidents that I had forgotten about, um, that I had dismissed, that I had allowed, and they all suddenly came came flooding in. And I think this happened to a lot of people um, where suddenly all of these traumas and situations just came flooding back as as memories that had been forgotten. And yeah, it certainly um, got me to sort of take a hard look at myself and situations and what was going on and within different industries um and also a lot of ancestral healing that was happening as well i think collectively a lot of people of of color or you know black brown people um felt the same this huge almost like our ancestors came flooding through us to um to heal you know, it was huge. I, I had some days where I was wiped out. Um, but also just really looking at the systemic racism and how inbuilt it is into yeah. society, into the world. I mean, I, I was obviously open seeing that anyway, but especially just within different industries, within the wellness industries in the UK, it's very predominantly... You know, white female yeah. and I always kind of thought why do I never feel like I completely belong um, yeah. within that in- within that industry even though I'm far far more experienced and like trained and yeah. I was just like there's always was a sense when I went to an event or a festival I was like I just was a sense, and that was exactly what it was. It's like, well, I don't see myself represented very much. So it's almost like I have to sort of, yeah. Work so, extra. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, it really kind of shone a mirror on many different 
areas that I yeah. deeply, deeply looked into. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something. How that, about for uh, you? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing for us as well because definitely you get to see. Like, take for example, I was watching, I think on news or internet somewhere, and I read about how. Nevertheless, this country, they found out that they've been paying royalties to France for years, billions of the pounds or euros or whatever, for, for gaining, for France to allow them to gain their independence. So you see, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's true. You can check it out on uh, the internet. It's there. Uh, I'm just I'm just trying to remember the name of that country. I'm trying to remember the name. And for it to be that way, you now find out that a lot of these European countries did the same thing to a lot of African yeah. countries as well. So still there's the yes, yeah, still things. profiting till now. You pay a lot of monies to these European countries, and then you have their country to say a country is poor. Why wouldn't they be poor? when they've been paying yeah, so much money exactly. to you for so many years till dates. And then you, mm. you're making your own money from your own resources and all that and still gaining extra from other countries as well. And then yeah. when you, then yeah. you come out and say you want to give back to the country, yeah, we're trying to give back UNAIDS, we're trying to do, you are giving back what small fraction of what you've stolen or taken from them for, over, over the years. So you see exactly. this kind, this kind of in, impact. It's 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 inbuilt into the system, and it's going to take a long time and a lot of fight and struggle to actually it's at least mental. make. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's 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 really it's really a, a serious challenge that uh, we hopefully we yeah. hope that we'll be able to overcome sooner or later. So that's it. And that's why we just got to be independent and self-governing because. Yeah. I mean, African countries were the wealthiest countries. Yeah, they still are. Ago. I mean, and we have resources and everything there that's being used. With the, to the resources, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Why are they not thriving? Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's it's because because the you know white man has has gone round to pillage all of yeah. the resources yeah. and. You know, I found out as well, UK taxpayers, UK taxpaying money was still paying off the families, generations of families that um, had to sell, had their um, land and plantations um, destroyed. And so in order for, for that to, for their plantations to be taken off them, they, UK government, made a deal that they would um pay they would pay pay it back and that was still ongoing i think maybe till this year or last year maybe it's still ongoing i don't know you just you're like wow you're still profiting you're still profiting from slavery yeah exactly i just remember the name of the country now haiti that's the country Yes, that's it. Yeah. So when I when I read about that news, I was shocked. I was like, man, no wonder. We've always had this this feeling that there's this uh, payments, royalty payments from African countries to uh, pre-colonial countries, but that kind of like put it out there to say, yes, it's true. 
it's actually confirmed that these things are actually happened. They actually happened and are still happening for most countries as well. So it's mm. really mm. and yeah, so it's so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But but we hope we come out of it very soon and uh, that everybody becomes truly independent, not the yes. the facial uh, independence. It. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so because yeah. true true independence is the only thing that can actually break this. Yeah, and, um, and unity. Yeah, tr- yes. Come together, unity, because yeah. really it's, it's, it's still the elite yeah, yes, <laughs> who yes. are and profiting of this whole thing that's yeah. going on right now, you yeah. know? Why? It's the same thing. It's not, it's yeah. not like... Colonization, yeah, just countries, resources, medical, but but now they're doing it worldwide, globally, yeah, and I think that's it. It's people once people become self-governing, tap into their true power, their yeah. spiritual power and connection, mm. and countries become more independent. Yeah, and um, and people unite. Yeah, I think that's one of the... will be the revolution. Yeah, I think that's one of the positives that came out from this lockdown last year, the whole pandemic issue. A lot of people now realize that there are lots of hidden truths, the the idea that the governments, the super governments of the world, they are fully ready for anything. It really showed that then all those things were just propagandas and uh, everything was just like... I don't know, a mask to cover up the frailties or the weaknesses of these governments. So I think that's when everybody realized that, wow, I really need to take care of myself. I really need to stand up. We really need to come together to fight against this, uh, uh, should I call it uh, modernized slavery, so to speak. Because, yeah, yeah, it is, exactly. Yeah, so... So exactly. that, 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 that's it. And uh, we hope that uh, from here on, a lot of things start unraveling and things are being corrected and all that. I feel so. And also going back to that power of, of when you fill your cup up for yourself, you're in a position where you can help other people. Yeah, exactly. As well. And that's that's going to be important for this time to come. Like, like yeah, it's, it's going to be a we you know the working with the with our communities the collective and we can only do that when we we give our give our energy and space back to ourselves to really be in our power yeah yeah then we affect other people in that way yeah which is one of the key components of collaboration and working and making the world a better place to help people that are in yeah. a position to help which is uh, which is brilliant, actually. So now you mentioned yeah. breath work. Breath work. What's breath work about? Yes. What is breath work? Well, oh gosh. Um, well, there's so many different umbrellas of breath work. The breath work I tra- trained in is called transformational breath. So it's a form of conscious connected breath. Um, which and it's done through the mouth as well through an open mouth so the reason is this type of breath work what it does is it um it almost like activates the sympathetic nervous system but in a safe in a safe way so so that 
we help bring balance to the nervous system, um, but also helps with any kind of emotions, traumas that haven't really been completed fully. When in that fight or flight response, it then has the opportunity to to, um, arise through the breath and be completed in a very, in a safer way. So you have to feel to heal. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. And also... Again, it it comes back to um, expansion of ourselves, being in our power, expanding our consciousness, all these kind of parts of ourselves that we suppress or we don't want to feel, and that usually links to holding our breath or breathing quite shallow, is that actually when we begin to really expand the breath and activate the nervous system to bring up any of those things that perhaps haven't been completed, then we create space for more to hold more we create space more in our in our energy in our breathing in our energy field and that that not only has a physical benefit because you're sending more vitality chi and life force to all the abdominal organs opening expanding your lungs um but also energetically imagine how much more could you hold can you be present for someone um can you tap into your power could you you know, deepen your business connections because suddenly you have, it's like your bandwidth has expanded. (laughs) Your life force has just opened up so much more than from a narrower bandwidth. So that's kind of breath work in a nutshell. Okay, so (laughs) bottom line is breathing through the mouth. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, always breathe through the nose. Just for that. But the, just the type of breath work that I learn. Yeah. When we do the, when I do the practice yeah. or facilitate my clients, it's done through the mouth okay. to activate that response. But after that, it's like it's like if you go to the gym for a workout, you're not going to be lifting weights all through the day. Okay. So it's just for that. That, okay, that just practice. for that practice, <laughs> breathe through the mouth. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Just to get normally, oh, always through the nose because yeah. you're filtering out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. pollution and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. no, thank you for clarifying that <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Nasal, thank nasal breathing. Yeah, much more, much more healthier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's also going to stimulate more of a parasympathetic response, which is relax, rest and digest. But just for that purpose of when I work with my clients and, you know, something you you should be guided with with someone first, a practitioner, um, then, yeah, it's done that technique. Like like you were saying... The last words you were saying that uh, about the breathwork, just for that period of time, you have a practitioner with you that will help you through the course of the, the practice and all that. But from your own words, it's like you said, you've already mentioned out all the benefits and all the features and everything. So I guess it's a really uh, an important part of uh, combating stress and uh, living a healthy and more uh, productive uh, life, so to speak. Now, I don't know, you've said so much today, and uh, I'm sure there are a lot of things that uh, people listening to this episode have learned from, but if I were to ask you, 
how what, what what how would you summarize in summary what would you tell people that busy professionals especially uh they're always busy always chasing this or chasing that target what would you tell them what would be your advice to them to help them live in a healthy or well-balanced or should i use your term holistic health how do they achieve mm. that um keep it simple a reminder that your inner world creates your outer world so if your inner world is kind of you know if you're frantic chaotic everything's moving fast in your head that is going to externalize and be your experience that you what you experience externally so if it is like that, then can you take time to slow down, ground yourself and center yourself so that it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna miss out on anything, but actually you probably, you're gonna open yourself up to be more productive because you're coming from a more grounded centered place and um, quiet place. And that has a ripple effect on who you then connect with. So in business in meetings then so you can sense when someone's feeling kind of frantic and they're a bit chaotic right then if they're feeling ground and centered and present you sense they're much more in their power so actually take care of your inner world um the second one would be sleep get it in, get back into your circadian rhythm so getting to bed at a decent hour yeah. um if you go to bed at like midnight which many people do <laughs> then trying to go to bed at 10 is probably going to feel a bit a bit too much of a jump so just start it half an hour earlier going to bed half an hour earlier because it's going to do wonders for your health um sleep being out of sync with your your rhythms really can have an effect on your health later down after years of doing that later down on the line so trying to be more productive by squeezing more time at night working on things doing that day in day out for years eventually going to have a negative impact on your health maybe not even years like especially especially during these times of change and lots of you know, things can sometimes being up and down for a lot of people. It's really important to get rest. Yeah. Rest is key. Yeah. Oh, it's been a blast having you on the show, Francesca, and I hope that you'll come again sooner or later. Uh, tell us about oh, how any, anybody that wants to get in touch with you, how they get in touch with you, how they get in touch with your books. You know, just lay out your contacts. Let's hear them. Thank you. That's been great, Simon. So um, my website is www.holistic, so W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, bodylife.com. And um, all my offerings are on there, my one-to-one programs and stuff. You can book a, a discovery call, free discovery call, if you're interested in doing some finding more out about how I work. Um, and then my book is self-care for life in the city and that is on amazon and most global platforms as well um and instagram is the same holistic body life okay that's great so remember to hit the follow or subscribe button and always leave us a review whenever you have the opportunity to 
You can as well reach us via email at contacts at simblockshare.com or visit us on our webpage. It's at www.simblockshare.com slash podcast. Until the next episode, take care.